0: Great morning everybody great morning morning Coop. Caleb how you doing man?
1: Um, I'm doing well. there's a lot going on in the world, but overall, I am exuding positivity and happiness right well, we, we gotta stay positive right we we yeah. got we gotta stay
0: positive how was uh how was moving the fam?
1: um yep, my parents moved to Wisconsin. Helped them out with that. Um, kind of helped them. It, it was during one of the craziest weekends in Minneapolis. So, yeah, for whether sure. it's good or bad, I missed out on that. But, um, no, it's always good to spend time with your parents. And, you know, my, I was with my little brother quite a bit, but it was good. No, thanks for asking. I was, uh, how about you?
0: Oh, yeah, it's, it's good. You know, like you said, just a lot of things going on in the world, but just trying to you know, keep the positivity and, you know, just remember that we, you know, nothing good comes out of division, you know, just trying to stay positive and spread the love, you know, so.
1: Yeah, 2020 has been the year of opportunity to grow, huh? They just keep giving us chance after chance to grow.
0: What a a way to start the decade. That's all I got to say. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Yeah. So, anyway, no, Coop, while we're talking while we're on the subject, appreciate you, appreciate your partnership, and um excited about today's episode.
0: Yeah, I hey, say hey, right back at you. But I do have some beef with you though. Uh oh. I'm just saying, you came all the way to Grand Forks. <laughs> Can't even hit your boy up. Like, hey Coop, I'm driving by quick. Wanna say what's up? Su- nothing. But it's it's all good. I understand. I understand. It's crazy. It never happened
1: ever again. Cra- <laughs>
0: crazy weekend, but it's all good. It's all good. i give you a never, pass. It's it all never good.
1: Happened, never happen, ever again. It's Lindsay, if again. you're listening, I'm sorry. <laughs>
0: uh, trust me. Trust me, me. Me seeing you this last weekend was the last thing I heard about. so it's all good. No <laughs> worries. Uh, right, who are we
1: talking to today?
0: Yeah, so today uh, we're continuing our COPEC series part two. Uh, we're going to be talking to Lindsay Kopech, uh just getting her take on, um, you know, just her crazy journey in uh, real estate. So she... yeah,
1: two weeks ago, we got to talk to Scott. We heard his, uh, man, that was a fun episode. Oh, that was a blast. Um, but it's always good to get a different perspective. So it's for sure. To get her on.
0: So. And she will be the second female on here. So I'm, you know, ladies are trying to get more entrepreneur or entrepreneurs on here that are female. So, you know, if you're interested, hit us up. You know, would love to hear your story and, and spread it to our followers. So, absolutely. All right, guys. All right, Cooper, bring in our next guest. Hey, everybody. So, today, uh, part of the Copeck series, <laughs> we have Lindsay Copeck on to talk about her side
1: of things.
2: Hi. Uh, so.
1: <laughs> Welcome to the show, Lindsay. Thank you. So? happy to have you cooper cooper's amp in the background oh i'm
0: i'm pumped <laughs> fun fact fun fact lindsay you are you are our second female guest so
2: i knew that because my husband's been t- uh, excitedly talking about this for like <laughs> two weeks he comes running in after your interview all excited like Oh, that's oh, good. I said, "What are you smiling about?" And he's like, "Oh, it went so well. It went so well." And I'm like, "Oh, god."
1: <laughs> it was a it was a fun episode, and I think it's great. To, it's going to be great to hear kind of the yin and the yang. Oh, um, <laughs> yeah. The first question we always ask Lindsay is, "Why don't you tell us who you are, what you do, and why you do it?"
2: Um. Okay. Well, who who am I? I'm Lindsay Kopeck. Um, <laughs> 34 year old. Uh, I went to Potsgrove, Um, graduated in 2004 went to school for interior design. Um, And what I do for, I guess, a a quote unquote, regular career is I'm a buyer at Boscov's department store. Um, I buy the girls department four to six X. And our passion along I'm sure Scott said is we flip houses on the side as well as we started doing rentals as well.
1: Love that. How, love it. Love that. How did um, you get started into your, you know, your nine to five? How did that come about?
2: Um, Honestly, it was almost like, almost by fault. Um, I started, when I graduated college, I was just doing odds and ends jobs. And when I was pregnant with Blake, our first son, um, I decided after we had him, I was going to try to uh, be an at-home parent, which was just not, not what I wanted to do. (laughs) So um, I applied at Boscov's just to keep myself busy on the floor. And I fell into the position, they said I was overqualified. And I fell into um, the buying office in the juniors department under a woman named Monica, who became my best friend, and just kind of worked my way up from there.
0: That's awesome. So so you have this job, this nine of five. <clears throat> so what was the shift then to start creating something on the side?
2: Well, we started, oh my gosh. Well, my passion with the whole flips and houses started long ago. I mean, I remember being 13, 14, going into abandoned houses and just being fascinated with them and kind of envisioning who lived there and just kind of envisioning it being fixed up. And that kind of followed through college. Um, like I said, I went to school for interior design, Mm -hmm. um, which I remember going into college thinking I was going to pick out curtains and here I was taking architecture classes. (laughs) 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 And, um, I met Scott when I was in college and I didn't even have, I don't want to say a nine to five. It's kind of funny. I, I don't think Scott told you, but when we bought our first home, it was a fixer upper. We, um, it was a foreclosure and we bought it and we were literally gutting it and fixing it up. And when we first found out we bought a home, I was in college and Scott's like, well, you need to go get a job. <laughs> and, <laughs> and Great
1: idea, Scott. I know, Thank I know. You. Smart. Man, right?
2: Well, <laughs> yeah. the funny thing is I remember calling him because I was in college. Like, what are you going to do? Where can you make fast cash? So I called him all excited. I said, I got a job. And he was so proud. He's like, oh, where? And I said, Hooters. And he hung up on me. <laughs> <laughs> and I, 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 and he called me back and he's like you gotta be kidding me and I said no and he hung up on me again yeah he's like well I didn't know if you'd be embarrassed I said I'm not embarrassed by any of that Um. so anyway I, I worked as a waitress at Hooters and I was 21 when we bought our first home I think Scott and I dated six months so everyone kind of thought we were crazy Um, but it's all we could afford at the time. And we slowly fixed it up. And then, um, after not not long after we were married in 2011, I came home Well, he came home one day. And I think actually at that time I was working at a health savings account company, just again, nine to five, but just, um, customer service stuff. And, um, he comes home and I said, I want to, I want to, Um, do a house I want to do a rental and he thought I was absolutely crazy um, because it was kind of out of nowhere but that's kind of what like Scott and I are kind of balance each other a lot he's very level-headed and I am just really uh, sporadic and Mm -hmm. (laughs) and he's kind of like he calms me down but it's usually my crazy ideas so I remember going into this first house and it was um, a little tiny bungalow it's like 500 square feet And there was no kitchen and our realtor at the time thought we were crazy. And Scott literally was Uh, like, you are out of your mind. Um, (laughs) And I convinced him because he's always kind of rolled with my ideas and it was just kind of the start of everything. We, we were there. um, Like I said, it was right after we got married. So we, we didn't have a baby on the way at that point and we were laying floors and he was, running wires and because we started with our own house and we just Mm -hmm. kind of learned as we went you know we would we didn't have the money to do to hire people so we would google and you know uh, just look up youtube videos and we each had a job at lowe's at one point for discounts to to get the material as cheap as we could yeah um and it just kind of it it kind of started there
1: You mentioned, so I, uh, go ahead, you first, Cooper. I'm sorry.
0: I was going to say, so the whole Lowe's thing, because I want, I, I, that was one of my questions. So for you, you know, like what, like what made you guys want to do the Lowe's things, you know? And I, I know, uh, Scott had his, you know, said his thing, but like, you know, you guys are still pretty young. Um, you know, you're not going out. I'm sure you're having friends talk to you guys. Like, what made you guys want to get a second
1: job in the midst of everything
0: you guys had going on? I, I,
1: I got to add my question in because it makes sense to that. So, um, everyone's telling you you're crazy, right? Like, what are you guys doing? What is? What are your inner voices telling you? Like, no, let's do this. And, yeah, like, let's go get this second job. At Lowe's, right? Talk about your thought process. Ho- hopefully that's a piggyback, Cooper.
2: Sure. Um, well, the Lowe's, at, for me, it was actually a full-time job at first. Um, I was between mm. jobs. And thankfully, Scott had a steady income. But obviously, he was still starting out wage-wise. Um, and I got a job at Lowe's. And it didn't pay bad. I wasn't great. But it wasn't the bottom of the barrel. And um, at that point, we were still starting our first home and working on that. And we just were really, we needed the extra money. So he, he was the one who actually Lowe's was the second job for him. Um, They started him at like, like 13 or $14 an hour. And he loved it. We made a lot of really good friends there. And um, I mean, we still had our time with our friends, but I think we both were just on the same page mentally to try to get ahead as soon as, as soon and early as we could. Um, Because once you start having kids, which we both knew we would, everything kind of just slows down and you still have opportunity to do stuff, but obviously it's not at your pace anymore.
1: (laughs) What, what motivate, what was the motivation? You know, our initial question is, you know, why do you do what you do? What motivated you guys to, in your words, get ahead?
2: I think my motivation just in general on my worth, work ethic is I grew up. Um, my parent, my dad had his own business. He's a mechanic, and I remember since just uh, being a newborn, a, a baby, my mom would have to put me, and my older sister, in the car and help out in any way she could because he was starting off and he needed the extra hand. Um, mm-hmm. So I just think it was installed early. And then my parents were divorced, and my mom always told me, you know, make sure you are an independent woman that you can always survive in case something ever happens um so I think just having that wanting to get ahead and my parents always took my sister and I we had wave runners and we had the lake houses and the beach houses and we were very privileged but I wanted to give that to my kids too like it was good memories so I think Scott and I his parents were always wonderful with him and his brother and I think we both came from very motivated upbringings so I think we wanted to provide that for our kids too
0: got it it's nice did you guys create um <clears throat> while your your time at Lowe's were there any like key relationships that you guys made when you were there
2: with, like, co-workers, you think, or... Yeah,
1: you, you said you said you made a lot of those relationships at Lowe's. Uh, good friend. Like, any, did any of those relationships that you continue to, you know, participate in now, right? Whether it's friendship or with business or...
2: Oh, yeah. I think, honestly, it's more friendships. We just... Sky and I are very people persons. Like, and um, we just met a lot of people there. Um, We met a lot of people. This is right after the... You know, 2008 was kind of when the market crashed. So we just met a lot of people and it humbled us. There was people who used to be really high up in businesses and then they were there alongside us, you know, loading lumber, or mixing paint. Mm. And um, it was kind of humbling to see how things can can honestly fall apart. And I think that taught us to really try to think ahead and take risks, but they have to be calculated. Um, and we're still friends with a lot of people, we're like, we'll go in Lowe's, and they still know us, and it's fun. It's it's nice seeing everyone still, but work-wise friendship, other than that, like, I don't think it turned into anything um, work-wise, but just more friendships.
1: Mm-hmm. Now, at this point of our story, you know, we talked about how you guys were fixing up your house, and you'd you stirred that little bungalow. Um, Can you talk about how the decision like how big of a head start did that give you on i don't want to say the competition, but like uh, let's say let's say you guys didn't do either of those you know like how would your life have been different oh what, what did it do to set you guys apart
2: well i oh my gosh, uh, that really started everything um we bought the home the, our first home as a foreclosure, we really didn't make a lot of money on it, but that gave us i think the skill set, and then when we bought the bungalow, mm. it was literally bought it i think for like thirty thousand dollars it was so it was just a small amount and we did all the labor ourselves. and we still have that one today and it's paid off so that kind of we couldn't lose yeah so that kind of triggered everything like it was just the perfect storm of it was it was affordable and it was minimal work and we get decent rent for it and the renters knock a wood have been there for from almost day one um mm-hmm. And then Scott is honestly the brains behind a lot of the houses of the finance wise. I find a house and we'll go into it. And I say this is it. And usually it has to be two yeses on it. And then he'll figure out how to do the finances. Um, Mm. The, the first bungalow that we did, we had to, I believe Scott probably talked about it. We had to like finance against it. So we kept taking out lines of credits and using it into the next one and then the, the next one. And it kind of just started rolling and building up slowly.
1: How do you guys like your guys's process, right? Obviously you're both each making a hundred percent of the decision. Um, how do you guys decide what are the criteria between, Hey, let's flip this or Hey, let's rent it. How does that conversation go between you and Scott?
2: We usually kind of go into it knowing what we're going to do with it. Um, the flips are obviously quick cash. So, It also depends on the market. Like the first one um, I didn't think we would make much money on flipping it. The market was great for, I'm making a lot more money renting the little bungalow than I would have just flipping it. It's just a small house. Um, Mm -hmm. So I think when we look at a house, we normally look at the market and what's going on and what's going to be more profitable. Um, The first one being a rental, we could pull a line of credit out. So then the next few were flips. Um, and then the, the latest one, we have a lake house that was, um, (laughs) I wanted a beach house. Scott wanted a lake house. So he, (gasps) (laughs) well, he actually wanted a mountain house. So this was kind of a compromise, but, um. Okay, but all right. we kind of just know when we go into a house, what the market is around it, and if it's going to be the best suit to be a flip and get quick cash out, or if it's going to be a rental. Like right now, the market's not great. Like there's nothing out there to flip. Um, if we find something, it'll most likely become a rental.
1: Right. Everything's so expensive. Oh my, right Yeah, now. you can't.
2: Yeah. It's By the so. time you buy it and then put any money into it, you're not going to make a profit. You might as well hold it. And, and maybe sell it down the road or just it's a long-term investment.
1: Yeah, I've, I've See, personally done a couple minor flips, very small things, but in the Twin Cities metro area where I am, I mean, it's almost a, you just can't find a deal, right? You just
2: can't. You no, know, I mean, the, it's just the past... Thankfully, we've been working on this lake house for it'll be almost two years. It's finally done. But Mm -hmm. the timing was pretty good that honestly, the market because I still have my saves all over Zillow. Like some people are some people are on Facebook all night or this and that. And like, I don't know why, but I get joy in looking at Zillow and uh, and home sites. It's bizarre. But um, Scott often has to say, stop looking. We have no money right now for it. (laughs)
1: Oh, I love that you look. Oh, I'm
2: I'm always like, looking. I'm always looking. And
1: that's so. I mean, if it's a good enough deal, you'll find the money. Well, that's right?
2: what I mean. And honestly, there'll be times where, like this past year and a half, I found like nothing. But then you know, prior there'd be a year that I found like three houses, and I'm like, we got to get this one. We got to get this one. He's like, we're out of money, and I'm like, you'll figure it out. And he does. <laughs> And then, oh, I
1: love that. And then, I love And then it. there's love like that. another
2: house that pops up while we already have one or two going. And I'm like, you got to get this one. And he's like, you don't understand. We're out of money. We're out of money. And I'm like, make it happen. Make it happen. So, find it. So, and, he, and he's good with it. So, He'll make, he usually makes it happen. <laughs> We've borrowed money from family. We've done lines of credits. We've like literally have been down to like a few dollars in the account. It's been like down to very risky.
0: <laughs> hmm. So, 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 so I I love this because like you and I can just tell you and Scott, like completely different personalities, but you guys jive. So I know well. it's
2: bizarre. Um, <laughs> I, yeah.
0: It's so funny. <laughs> well,
2: opposite but of it's track, weird. With right? some things we are so, so on the same path. And then there's some things where it's just, we balance each other.
0: Yeah. So like, okay. So you just said that, you know, you guys were, you borrowing money and you know, you guys were close a couple of times. So that drives, is it does it come more so from Scott from or from you?
2: The drive to succeed or the drive to buy or the like
0: the dr- the drive
1: to succeed to, to like on. push through? Oh, exactly. I don't yeah,
2: know. honestly, I think that we're that's one of the things we're both on the same page with. I mean, okay. we're both really like good cop, bad cop, and I don't have to push him with it like there's times where I'm down and he'll push me, and then there's times where I'm like freaking out or and he'll push me or or vice versa like so and
1: that's a partnership honestly yeah right. we, we really balance uh, you know. each other
2: out with it, like right now, I am furloughed, and I'm like, I don't know, I'm so down, he's like. We got this. We got this, and I'm like, okay, we got this. We got this.
1: <laughs> that sounds like Scott. That does sound. Like yeah, Scott. that sounds but, like Scott. So yeah, yeah. you you've, you said earlier that other people are you know scrolling Facebook at night and you're on Zillow and like, what are some other things that you do as a you know a female entrepreneur that are maybe you know different from from everyone else? To, whether it's continued education or your hobbies.
2: Well, okay, I I am going to school. Well, I'm finishing up my real estate license. So Ooh. yeah, yeah, I mean Love it. I'm hoping Love it. that I don't know if I can work nights and weekends but <laughs> um I think that it the goal would be to eventually at least cover doing our flips and rentals myself. Um you yeah. know what I mean?
1: I, I I always tell tell people if you're doing like at least two deals a yeah, year it's worth it it's probably worth it for you to have oh it, my
2: god yeah i mean right? our...
1: especially if you love looking at houses here like get the MLS. exactly you know zillow is one thing but like get
2: access exactly and i'd love to somehow eventually pair it with my passion for designing the houses and my ideas with them but mm-hmm. i guess one step at a time but um that's I, I i love doing that and i'm hoping to finish that up soon i started it like a year ago but now being furloughed I said, I got to finish this. I got to finish this. And then, I mean, there's been years where we've had three houses going on at once. And I'm like, I just paid my real estate agent, like <laughs> all her, like a whole salary. So I'd rather put that back in our pocket.
1: Yeah. Love it. Yeah. If, if you can feed yourself enough business and I mean, especially you said you and Scott are, you know, people, persons, right. It's is how you oh, put yeah. it. I mean, that's fifty percent of my job as a real estate agent is connecting with people. Oh,
2: we've he, right. Scott. Uh, he, Scott should do it better than me, then, because we've been on. Um, they call them buyers trips at Boscov's where they take us. Um, the buyers to like Mexico. We went last year. Oh, cool. Um, I'll never forget during the award ceremony. Anytime someone came up on the stage, he's like, "Oh, I um, ate omelets with that guy," and I'm like, "What?" And and then the next person, like we sat down at our table, and I went to introduce him to one of my vendors, and he's like, "Oh, I know Susan. We had tequila last night." I said, "What?" And it's just, yeah. And oh, he, he met the he met the Candy Man. He met. I said, "I don't even know who these people are." And Scott was like, literally, like passing his number out to these people and talking to them more than me. I couldn't believe it. <laughs> That's half the game. <laughs> That's this man that's has that. like a handlebar mustache and i said how do you know him and he's like i asked him about his, his you know when we were at the omelet station how he does how he doesn't get omelets in his mustache i said what that's hilarious so yeah but he's uh he's definitely a little more people person than me but well
1: it sounds like you guys i mean he's still yin and yang yeah you know what I mean? If he's the creative side and and you're the the hustler and the grinder, I mean that that could easily be a, you know another kopeck hustle.
2: <laughs> I I usually muscle. come up with like the the crazy ideas and he makes them happen.
1: <laughs> love it, love it.
0: So, um, Lindsay, so in in your story, and we we're trying to get this okay. out of stock. Uh oh. <laughs> um, we've heard enough about him.
2: Yeah, we heard enough about
0: him. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but you know, listening to the to the story, um, when it came to like fear, how so? How did you or both of you deal with that? Because I'm sure, like through this this decade, um, that you guys have been flipping, um, there must have been fear in there. There's always problems. You know, there's 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 always problems. Old. Fear, like, how'd you guys deal with that?
2: Oh man, um, well. I think that you have to you have to unless you take on a challenge and take a risk, you're never going to get ahead. So there's always Mm. been obstacles. But I think that we're both positive people that we just knew we could figure figure it out. And honestly, we always had a lot of help with like our families that if God forbid something totally went wrong. We have support with our families and thankfully we never had to use that. But if there was, we, we have a safety net, thankfully. So that kind of got us over the first couple flips and the first risk taking. And then we just kind of learned from there.
1: Some of the long nights. God.
2: Oh my God. The long nights. I remember being like nine months pregnant in, um, I guess that was our first slip at the time on fifth street. I was nine months pregnant and we did all the work at this point. Like we were sitting there running um, wire through plaster and lath and um, installing hardwood floors and drywalling. And I do all the tile work and Scott does all the plumbing. And here I, I he, That's it was crazy. exhausting. We would take turns after work going and sometimes we would go together. And I remember being nine months pregnant and <laughs> we're downstairs. And at this point I'm a whale. I'm sitting on the floor. You know, oh, my God, I'm sitting on the floor installing outlets and Scott starts screaming like a girl and he runs through the room and out the back door. I thought we were being robbed. So, of course, it takes me like what felt like 10 minutes to get up and run out the back door <laughs> And I'm like, what's wrong? Who's in the house? Because I'm kind of between, like, upset that he just like left me in the house for a robber.
1: Right. Well, what? What? Yeah, that yeah, yeah. Yeah.
2: Well, here yeah. he's like, he's breathing all heavy. I'm breathing heavy because I had to run five steps, and he,
0: <laughs>
2: and he's screaming like a girl. Here, there was a bat. He's petrified. A
0: oh, he, my it was
2: God. a bat in the house. <laughs> I said, you have to be up and kidding me. That you just ran out here like that. So I went back in with a baseball bat and he's hiding behind me with a flashlight and I get the bat out. But I'm like, what is, (laughs) he can be such a little girl sometimes. But, but I mean, even being nine months pregnant though, honestly, we just, we just, I don't know. We just were motivated to try to get ahead as soon as we could. And then I remember taking Blake when he was a newborn down there. Um, putting him in a little playpen, and we were finishing up things because it's just so rewarding when you list a house and you see the pictures and you see the offers coming in. It like, it's just kind of like a high.
1: Mm-hmm. Probably gets addicted.
2: It does. It, it does. Um, like, honestly, I, I cannot wait to find another flip or rental going on. And just as like my ideas and visions come to life it's like really exciting and that sounds really corny but (laughs) I really get excited about it
1: did you did you and Scott ever you know as you you know when you're in the when you're in the grind you know or when the goings were tough did you guys ever do any like visualization or any like you have those conversations like hey this is why it's going to be worth it you know we're going to do this this is why we're trying to do this we're going to get ahead did did those conversations happen over the years Oh
2: yeah I mean we've we've always had great communication with that kind of stuff. And honestly, we were just so, so fortunate from the first rental and the first flip that we haven't had to have too many of those scary conversations. Mm -hmm. It's just that we just hit the market, right? We just did it. We didn't know we were doing it right at the time, but we just us working cause we couldn't afford to hire just really, Pelted us ahead. You
1: took action, yeah.
2: Because
1: that's, that's a theme we talk about a lot on this podcast. Is like yeah. we just you just did it. Yeah,
2: we just we knew we couldn't afford anyone else to do it, so we did it, and it just really accelerated everything. It just, and we did it. We, I mean, lately we haven't been the past couple, like maybe two houses. We've been subbing out a lot more because we both work. It's it's um, a consistent income, and then it's becoming harder as now we have two children. And one's getting into sports and, and physically, honestly, after two children, it's like physically getting harder too. Um, but we miss it. We really miss getting our hands dirty. Like we've, we've loved taking Blake when he was, you know, all the way up till he was running away and we couldn't contain him anymore. We love taking him to flips. And I think we really installed that, especially in him that you have to work hard to get ahead. Like he's seen us, you know, Every night after work till nine ten o'clock, bringing him and his toys to, I remember a house down the street, Briar, what we called it. And we'd put him in the basement with his toys and we would take turns trying to entertain him and then doing tile work in between or doing deck work in between. And and now I think he really knows you, we have this beautiful house and we have this beautiful life. And it's because mommy and daddy worked really hard and you have to work to get ahead. Mm.
0: Yeah. That's, that's so powerful. You know, it's, I, you know, I talked to some business owners and, you know, entrepreneurs around town here and I always ask like, well, how'd you get to where you're at? You know, and more times than not the, you know, one of the few things they say or the the common theme is that their parents were always ran a business or they were always working hard. So like, it was like their mind shift was, I'm not going to do nothing other than, run a business or work hard yeah. to get ahead. So it's that's, what you
2: saw. Yeah. That's it's what you saw, and, yeah. Uh, and we wanted to instill that <clears throat> with our children that things aren't just given to you. You have to, you have to work, you have to get your hands dirty. And cause honestly, I mean, it's also rewarding. Like I, mm-hmm. I feel I'm, I have a sense of pride that, Hey, I, I laid this tile or I did this trim work or, you know what I mean? Like mom and dad did this. So, I think there's a sense of pride in working hard too.
1: the accomplishment mm-hmm. of, of doing it all. So I know you guys, you, know, you ended up doing a bunch of successful flips, had a couple of rentals, did the beach house. And, and it sounds like you're actively kind of shopping for the next deal. Mm-hmm. But um, talk to us about the plan to get a Kopech, uh Netflix reality show. <laughs> <I'm> like, <laughs> oh my
0: God. Is, is that for real going to happen?
2: Caleb, you really. Oh my God! It you there. know what's so funny is I I laugh, but it's so funny that honestly, every time Scott and I are out, I don't know. People are always like, "You guys should have a show," and I don't think we're that interesting. I really don't. But it's bizarre. We'll be at a friend's house, and and the group will be like, "You guys are so funny," and then. Just last week I came home and the next day the neighbor is over there and Scott and I are doing, I don't know what we're doing on the drive, but we're building a fireplace or something. And the neighbor calls mm-hmm. over and he's like, I got to tell you guys that when I hear you guys out here working together, I love coming on my deck and listening. <laughs> he's like, I just am so amused. And I'm like, I don't know why we're that funny. <laughs> I think our show would probably be beeped out half the time because I, because <laughs> I,
0: but it would still it really be funny. It
2: probably would.
0: It would still be funny. Scott tends to hurt himself.
2: <laughs> I have a sailor mouth and it's just it's
1: <laughs> There's nothing America doesn't love more than um authenticity. I mean we, right? we, and it's it sounds yeah. like you and Scott are always you always keep it one hundred. We
2: we yeah, we do, we are very honest with each other and very open. I mean, I don't know. I just Oh, I think we're a great fit.
1: <laughs> do you guys have um any big goals that you'd share? Anything you guys are talking about doing? I mean, obviously you want to flip, you know, real estate, um, but you have any big goals? Big goals.
2: Um, well, I, I mean, my personal five-year goal, like we talk about one of us possibly being able to do, like run the flips um, full time. Um, mm-hmm. Unfortunately, like right now with everything going on, it's, I'm sure my, my goal is still the same but I don't know if it's going to be accelerated or kind of put on a back burner Um, with being furloughed right now. I don't know what's going on. I'm hoping it's going to accelerate all this and we just dive in and, and I just roll with it and start doing flips um, full time. Mm -hmm. But again, it's like, you have to be, I don't think anyone works for any other, like I work to make money. Like my job, I like my job. Don't get me wrong, but I need to make money. So as much as I want to take risks, I also have to be smart with them. And at this point, I don't know if I can dive in and just do flips full time, (laughs) but that would be, that would be a dream. That would be ideal. And I think it's definitely a goal. Um, that would be my goal, but who knows what's going to happen with, with everything in the economy is tough right now. It's tough.
1: Yeah. I don't I don't hear an ounce of negativity in your voice though. Yeah, I don't. It's yeah.
2: I love it. I think change I is it. good and I think I and we're I'm just I don't know. I'm a. am a positive person. I like I mean, there's nothing wrong with pivoting and just rolling with it cuz there's no point in I don't know, just I think just being positive and just keep going and just you got to take risks. You just have to be careful with them. That's all.
1: <laughs> mhm.
2: Cal- exactly risk. and scott's the calculated Calculator. guy i'm i'm like let's just go let's yeah. just buy it buy it buy it and he's like wait a minute wait a minute
1: <laughs> sometimes those calculated or- guys need that push so i can see why you guys are a perfect match
2: I, the first the first yeah, one or- definitely he i I wish you i wish i had his like face on camera he was just like <laughs> he was his mouth just dropped like you were out of your effing mind <laughs> i'm like trust me trust me trust me <laughs> But it's also been it. like that I with the it. Lake House. Um, we bought this, and it was like a, a total, like, teardown. It was a nightmare, and, and it's just been really good. It's, it's successful right now with Airbnb and VRBO, and it's just doing, knock on wood, it's doing really, really well. So, and I think he was really skeptical at first about it, and I just had a gut feeling. I'm like, let's just, we got, let's just do it. Let's just, we either going to jump fully in, or we're not going to do it at all. So we uh, definitely went fully in on it <laughs> and thankfully it worked.
0: <laughs> yeah. I love it. I love the all in, all in mentality. Uh, Lindsay. So um, if there's one thing that you could tell our followers, like, you know, just from hearing you talk, like obviously you guys have a ton of knowledge and obviously a ton of experience from the, the twenty one year old to where you are now, if there's one thing that you could tell our followers if they're thinking about doing something or they're in the middle of something what what would that be?
2: I would definitely say, take the risk and if you take it, you have to definitely put a hundred percent into it and get in there and don't just you know look at other people doing the work get in there and get dirty and and don't be scared to take the risk just Think about it a little bit before you have a, cal- like you said, mm. a calculated risk, but there's no point yeah. in sitting back for like 10 years and saying, what if, what if, like you have to do it mm. now, if you're going to do it and and I would do it now and jump fully into it.
1: Let me follow that up. That's a, that's a phenomenal answer. What would you change or do differently? Not change, but yeah. What would you differ- do differently with your journey?
2: Uh, what would I do differently? I think that's, I was, gonna, I, I can't say we would start it earlier because I, I think I just turned 21 when we bought our first house. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. It sounds like you guys went right into it. Yeah.
2: Um, I don't know. I, I love our journey so much. I cannot even think off the top of my head what I would do differently at this point. Other than I think the past five or six years, I think I would have went just maybe a little bit harder and took a, a few more risks, but honestly, there's not too much we were just, we've just been really fortunate, really fortunate.
1: And that's a great way to live. You know, you struggled to answer that question. That means your consciousness is clear. Right? Yeah. I mean, yeah. you're happy. Yep. You're happy. I,
2: I am. I, I, just, I, I have a great partner We're we're super fortunate. We took the risk and we got our hands dirty with it and we, we, we won, we, we succeeded with it. And I, and I just want to continue going. And, I think you always just have to roll with the punches. Like the market right now, like we said, is tough. Then you recreate yourself. Like we did the Airbnb and it's just been phenomenal. Mm -hmm. And the next one I look at, I mean, I look at, I keep an open mind. Maybe it'll be a flip. Maybe it'll be a rental. Maybe it'll be a short-term rental. I'd love to get a beach house and do another short-term rental with it because Mm -hmm. that's kind of what's working in this moment. But I think you just have to be open to different Scenarios and not just be set on one direction. Do you know what I mean?
1: Yeah, yeah. Right? You have to. Everybody's everybody's got a problem. You find the solution.
2: exactly because it's just. I I mean, there's been things that we plan. You know, oh, it's just it's going to go like this, and it and it's a one eighty. Like <laughs> something else uh-huh. comes up, and it's like, okay, we can do this. We just have to pivot and just do a different direction. That's all. <laughs>
0: I just, I just love that. Like, it's so simple. (laughs) It's so simple.
1: It's so simple, but but nobody does it. Right. So it's refreshing to to hear Lindsay say that stuff. Yeah. I love it. (laughs) Lindsay,
0: where, where can our uh, followers um, link up with you?
2: Well, we have a Facebook page. Um, (laughs) I think Scott told you about it we originally named it Beach Street, and I don't even remember how we came up with the name, and I thought it was kind of aggressive sounding, so we
1: <laughs> <laughs> needed a woman yeah. touch a little bit, maybe, and okay. he was
2: making fun of me, because I changed it to B-E-E-T like the vegetable or what <laughs> but mm-hmm. or, I mean, we also have um, the Airbnb is Cabin at Yahoo.com um, so uh, you could always email us through there um or get 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 a hold of us through you guys.
0: <laughs> Facebook? Uh-huh.
2: Facebook, I go by Lindsay Kopek, so it's pretty easy to find. Love it. Are you eating? I feel Lindsay, like you're do- eating something. I don't have someone eating. I'm drinking over here. So
1: it's, it's it's Caleb. No, that is is not me. (laughs) It's Caleb.
2: (laughs) You're making me hungry. I could take Doritos right now.
0: Um, do you have, do you have any book
2: recommendations? Um, I read like magazines. (laughs) I read like HGTV type magazines and Magnolia farms. So I don't really read too many books.
1: (laughs) But it sounds gotcha. like, it sounds like you stay, like, like you said earlier, like you could be scrolling Facebook, but you're on Zillow. Yeah. you know, you could be wasting your time with something, but you, you're keeping up with your craft. Cause I'm assuming as far as your Airbnbs and your flips, I mean, the interior design part I'm assuming is handled by yeah. you, right? So you're yeah. with staging and things like that. You have to be, on Oh my track.
2: God. I love, I go, I do Pinterest. Um, I get a lot of, I get mm-hmm. most of my ideas from Pinterest. I have a lot of people who ask me to come and help them design their house and stuff, but I tell them, honestly, I get a lot of ideas on Pinterest. Um and I do. I'm one of those HGTV fans. I watch all those flip or flops and all of those shows.
1: How can you not? I know, though? I
2: don't know. I just and and I just love them. I mean like
1: a, it's just trash TV. I know, I know,
2: I know, I know. And, <laughs> and I and I love I love doing the interior design of the houses. I think that really helps with the flips Mm -hmm. and our airbnb is just it's the cutest little lake house it's i got like the wood walls and the bunks look like um it looks like you're in a ship a ship bottom and it's just kind of it has a copper roof it's really cute and funky and i think that's what sets it apart from other homes like it's the whole vibe you get from the houses that we do
1: so you guys have lots of relationships with realtors right
2: we have a couple realtors we do use correct um But we have, like, two that we're very close with, um, and uh, am I supposed to shout out their names? No, (laughs) uh, no,
1: I mean, let's definitely give them a shout-out. Okay,
2: Jen Um, David Heiser. Please. um, We use Jen for years now. She's been with us from the very first – I think she even helped us buy our very first home. Um, She's down in Pottstown, the real estate professionals, and um, my girlfriend got her license up here – um, she's with Pagoda Realty, Allison Kirscher. We've used her a couple of times. So we usually are using our two girlfriends.
1: And, and the, the, my, I have a follow-up question. The reason I ask this is because I've seen the Copper cabin; and it looks great. You know, you guys clearly are successful real estate flippers. So you know what you're doing. Have you ever thought about starting a staging company?
2: Actually, it's crossed my mind. Um, but I don't I don't – we live – we don't really live in, like, a big city, so I mm-hmm. don't know how how much in demand it would be.
1: The, it's, it's a lower demand. Yeah,
2: exactly. I think if Got I was you. in, in, in Philadelphia or something, I think it would be in more demand. Um, and a lot of our homes, I don't stage them as much as – I mean – the Copper Cabin, obviously, because it's rented as as a... Right, furnished. But a lot of my homes, I don't stage too much. I think it's just more of the touches. Like, I'll put shiplap on the walls, or we'll do a funky mm-hmm. backsplash, or I'll put wallpaper on a ceiling, or, like, just kind of little touches that people are like, oh, that's creative, and it sets this house apart.
1: Those details sell the home, though, right? Yeah. I mean, they, do, yeah. they sell it every it time. It does. It
2: does. I mean you want a blank slate but then it's kind of cool when you have something that stands out in your, in the buyer's mind.
1: No, that's awesome. I was just I was just curious because I, I I mean from our conversation Lindsay I don't think there's a, you know something that you can't do, <laughs> right? That's that's kind Aww, of your yeah. personality, yep. but yep. but no, your story, your story was, your story is great and Cooper and I have really enjoyed um talking to you guys and we will be tuning into the uh HGTV episode i mean if you keep pushing for it it will happen you know i just i can just tell you'll make it happen if that's what you thank want thank
2: you and scott i i guess are we doing a newlywed game or something uh, <laughs> he's like are we I, he said something about i said i don't know we're not newlyweds <laughs> that's not is
0: hilarious. he talking about is he are you, is he talking about the, the
1: part i think three so
2: i don't know i'm a little nervous
1: <laughs> so we were thinking about doing a part three and coming up with uh you know, a fun list of questions for you guys to go after because um, there's a lot of people who want to do what you guys are doing. Okay. Yeah, right. You guys, you guys inspire. Oh, that's
2: sweet. well. We, I would love to be back on and Scott and I bounce each other. I was a little nervous because honestly, I feel like we feed off of each other, <laughs> so I think it would be quite entertaining.
1: Oh, I, I think it would be too. Yeah, we'll okay. we'll, we'll
0: set it up. We'll set we'll it
1: up. Yeah. All right, we'll guys, so check out the <laughs> Copper Cabin um follow uh Lindsay Kopek on Facebook, or you can definitely send us a message and we'll get you in touch um touch with them I'm, I'm sure she'd be happy to chat or you know give you any of her mm-hmm. wisdom um Cooper, what else you got my man no
0: that's it this was this was a a really great Thank you. episode lindsay I don't think we I don't think we were too bad no we not bad? at
2: all i was no I was, was nervous and here we're on for a while yeah. I was. Yeah. <laughs> I hope Scott got to talk to you about like probably all the details of all the houses and stuff or whatever. Cause I, he's, he's so much smarter with all that stuff.
1: His, oh the, yeah. The financing, yeah. his financing oh, good. Was, was great. And it sounds like, yeah. it sounds like you were the one who pushed him to be that creative. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Right? I'm more of like the creative one. And then he makes it happen.
1: <laughs> That's good. I Love that. But, yeah. Yeah. No. So yeah. Thank, thank you very
0: much, uh, Lizzie, for being on here and sharing your story. And uh, we'll definitely get you and Scott, uh, on here. Okay. Together.
2: sounds good. Thank you. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks <laughs> you guys. Thanks Lindsay. Bye.
1: Bye. Bye. Great episode, Coop. Man. I
0: just loved her personality, man.
1: I you can tell it's just, it's kind of win or win with her. Yeah.
0: Yeah, like like and I love Scott, love Scott, but like you can tell she's the the high energy, which is crazy cuz I feel like Scott has a ton of energy but like just the way she talks like you know you could tell like she's bubbly like i think she pushes him yeah
1: yeah scott's Scott's, you know naturally you can tell he can work a room right we spoke we spoke with him we we, uh you've seen it oh i've seen
0: it trust me yeah (laughs) and i'm sure
1: she pushes him to be even better right we all need someone whether it's a you know your partner your mentor uh brother father you know things like that. So, uh, their story is great, and I I love how they downplay it, but they're they yeah. they kill it.
0: Yeah. What's your no, biggest so takeaways? What, so biggest takeaway for me, man, is like just the grind. You know, I mean, when she's talking about being nine months pregnant and like, sheesh, like, you know, talking about the laying the flooring and all that stuff, and I'm like. I'm here thinking like, man, what am I doing yep. Putting it with out- my it. life?
1: Yep. Like, no.
0: <laughs> you know, but yeah, just, <laughs> you know, in uh just their motivation, you know, it, it seemed like what, you know, when you have that purpose or that why you're doing it, um, it pushes you. I mean, it pushes you to do things like being I'm almost pregnant and, and on the grind, you know, getting two jobs, you know? So that was, no, that was big. That was a big takeaway for me. So.
1: A lot of a lot of people want to be a professional yeah. athlete but don't put in the time you know a lot of people want to yeah. be successful but aren't willing to make the sacrifices and I guarantee you the sacrifices that um, the two of them made in their 20s like catapulted them like 3x past you know a, yeah, someone exactly you know, yes. their age where they are where they're at now you know what I mean? The, the, the financial gains are one thing, but like the mental gains
0: yeah, yep. from,
1: like you said, just embracing it yeah. made them the type of people they want to be. They're happy, right? Like they're, they're yeah, living or they're, they're leading by yeah. example with to their kids. That's just huge. I, and she, I love how she was like, yep. I mean, take the risk, have a backup yeah, plan, take that it's risk. And you know,
0: I was, I was just thinking too, um, yeah, she was as she was talking like she just talked with so much confidence, you know. And like when you take that, you know, and I'm sure when they first started, it wasn't like that. But when you when you stay on something and you keep pushing, keep pushing, keep keep working on it, it will become oh, natural now. Second nature, you know. And it was yeah, I was just amazed like just how yeah. yeah, how she just talked with so much confidence, you know. It was it was pretty neat to see.
1: That was awesome. Bro, let's, let's settle this, though. Like,
0: I over? wasn't... Was it that bad? I'm sorry, man. We got we got to do better. I mean... I'm not... The, well, you know, we're on this Arbonne 30, so the wife there, made you? me a, a shake, you know? So I, I was trying to squeeze it in, like, you know, I'm sorry.
1: I'm sorry. It won't, it won't. Well, I'm sorry. Lin- Lindsay, if you're listening to this... <laughs> <laughs> this is the last episode of Cooper and Caleb's ship. It, it won't happen so, again. I'm
0: not, it's all good. It'll no never worries.
1: happen again. No worries. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, it's all good. It's all nah, good. Man, that was a
1: great episode. I'm just giving you grief. Um, great talking to Lindsay. Just, hey, just a quick reminder to uh, Cooper and I are reading um, shoe dog by Phil Knight right now. Um, if you haven't read it, we're both loving it so far and we can't wait to talk to you about it. Um, end of the month here. Um, but I think this is going to do it for uh, today's episode. Well,
0: that's of it, Go man. With Cooper and See everybody else, next Coop? week.